Hey guys, I'm your girl, Linda Jones Edwards. I'm coming to you on this podcast episode of Bold Talk. This is a part two of Bold Talk. I actually have Mr. Edwards, a part of this conversation today, this morning. Good. And I, I wanted to kind of I want to kind of piggyback on what I talked about earlier about that fighting spirit. And, you know, he was ear hustling, so he heard me. So I really want to get him involved in this conversation. Um, I think it's what he said to me was priceless. And so I really want to talk about that fighting spirit. Now, what did you say, Hero, about, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, babe. You're welcome, honey. Love you too. And I, I really wanna I really want to have this conversation because we have a lot of um, things that we agree on and a lot of things that we don't agree on. But one of the things we do believe that we know that God is able. So when I was talking earlier about that fighting spirit, what were your thoughts on what you heard from me? Uh, well it was what just when I heard what you said and it just like I just where I was telling you was speaking about is that, you know, we really gotta get more into our word because the Lord has covered all of our bases when it comes to life experiences and things that we go through. It really does have it. And, and to, um, uh, to piggyback on what you're saying uh, about the fighting spirit, the Lord said in his word, he said, you have to guard your heart with all diligence because out of them becomes the issues of life, you know? So you have to guard not only what you hear, but how you hear. You have to guard what you see. And then you also have to guard how you see it because your perspective, your heart is not your physical heart beating. Your heart is your mind, you know? Um, the things that you ingest and that you see and that you get into your mind. So that's what the Lord talks about when he's saying the heart. Um, so those things, you have to you have to guard those things. And a lot of times we allow uh, social media, you know, what we see other people doing. And uh, we allow things that we that we go through our experiences and and how we process those things, how we let them get into our our mind. And yes, everybody goes through things, but what do you let stay there? Well, the, yeah. Well, the things I like one of the things you just said was uh, the heart guards your heart. You said because out of it comes the issues of life. Right. Right. So when you're jealous, it comes out. When you're spiteful, it comes out. When you're vindictive, it comes out. When you're envious, it comes out. All those things come out. When you're loving, it comes out. When you're joyous, it comes out. So it's not when just... When you're defeated, it comes, it out. comes out. Absolutely. And a lot of times people... I, 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 I know from myself, just by people watching, you can tell or you can see a person who's defeated. It doesn't matter how they're dressed. It doesn't matter what kind of car they drive. It doesn't matter. You can just see the defeat in their eyes. It's like... I'm here because I'm on autopilot. I know how to do this because my body has done it so much that my brain doesn't have to think about it. I know how to get up, take a shower, brush my teeth. I know how to do all of that naturally because I've done it for so long. I don't have to think about taking a shower and what to do, right? But I have to think about winning. I got to think about changing my environment. I have to think about those things. And, And those things are not automatic. We have to create those kind of things. But if we allow life, like we said, or like I said earlier, to just dictate to us, if we allow life to just say, I'm not giving you that house, you're going to have to fight for this. And so what do you do? You put your gloves on. You don't just 
say, well, I'm going to take the next best thing because this is much what God want me to have. That little sorry spirit, that little, that's, that's false humility. That's not real. God didn't want you to have that, the, the least. He said, I am God. I own cattle on a thousand hills. And, and I, I give you. What am I to you? But because we don't know, we don't have that. We talked about people call God Papa and Father and Abba. They have an intimate relationship with God. So they feel comfortable calling him those things. But when we go and we're beat up by life, who do we call? And what are we positioning ourselves to do? Just take the hits and say, this is what God has. This is his very best for me. And get your butt kicked. Or do you say, I gotta wake up with my intention set on winning? Well, the shield is the shield of faith. You gotta take your shield of faith. You know, and then you have to put on your armor, you know. You, you have to be the breastplate of righteousness. You have all those different things. You have to, like the Lord says, like when you get down, when he talks about all the things that are coming, he talks about the attacks, what does he say? He said, like, our mom and our grandma used to say that. So for those who are in the old school age, lift your head up. The Lord says, look up for your redemption draw nine. Absolutely. He said, look up to the hills which come with your help. He said, look up. And that's the, that's the part that we, we, we see. Them. That's why you can see somebody who's defeated because their kindness is down. It, it's something about lifting your head up physically, not just mentally, but physically as well. So, you know, faith without works is dead. It's just an action with our faith there's things that we have to go through all those things work together in concert with your faith you know but your faith is a, is a thing where it starts and then you have to put that into action he said those those things you've seen and you heard in me he said do so you have to do those things which he's which he's telling you you know so that's that's it's all in the word. It goes back to that, and it comes with the action, with your faith, and you have to think whatever things are good, whatever things are lovely, what thing, whatever things are pure. Think on those things. Don't dwell on your negatives. Negatives come, and they're for a time and a season, but they're not permanent. You know. That's good. I think that that's the part that we have to understand that. Because you have a negative experience, it's that moment of negativity, it's not your life. And I think the whole thing is we get lost in battle thinking that because we have, maybe we had several negative moments to happen consecutively. And we think, man, I'm just a black sheep. I'm just, you know, this is my lot in life. Because you, and sometimes those negative, that one thing could be big. It doesn't have to be like, it could, it, it could be a small series of events. Or it could be a one big one and a couple of small. And, and some, they always say, when it rains, it pours. What I found out during this time in my life, waking up every day to a fresher perspective is, you, you, you really have, you have to set your sights on really what you truly want. I think a lot of us don't know what we want. We don't know what we want. So it's hard to set your sights on something you have no idea exists for you. I think a lot of times like we, we go on to social media because we're learning what's out there. Um, it's an escape for a lot of us because we think to ourselves like, I didn't even know this place existed. I, I had no idea to want this type of 
man, this type of home, this type of family. We need, we don't know it exists because some of us grew up with um, with those childhood traumas, and there was no mom and dad in the house. There was no smells of you know mama's making bread today. You know it was no things like that. You went to grandma's house, and her house smelled like mom's house because they had the same experience. They had the same lifestyle, so it was no difference. But then you have to tell yourself like. I deserve better. I'm not passing down poverty to my children. I'm not passing down hardship to my children. I have to believe in the state that what I am now, I have to believe that, that, that God wrote this stuff out for me personally. It's one thing to own your happiness. Everybody can be happy for somebody else. Oh my God, you got a new car. Oh my God, you got a new house. We can, we can rejoice with you. Some can, some cannot. But the majority of us say, oh my God, congratulations, yeah, 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 yeah. But then the people who are in the back, they think either a couple of things. I can I can I have that too? Are they better than me? Can I not get those same things? Can I can I not can I not acquire that because of what I've done? Is my background so bad that I don't deserve to, that kind of happiness? Or I'm envious because they got it before me? But again, it goes back to the mindset. Is it because they did something better than me? Am I am I less than in the eyes of God to pertain to the people in my circle? No, it's not. It's what you said out of your mouth. The things that come out of your heart are the issues of life, right? And you think you don't deserve those things. You think you can't have those things. You think you've done something so horrible that God cannot truly forgive you. So what you're saying is you're bringing God down to a level that's almost the same as you. He's not the almighty God. He's just the mortal man who actually walked the earth. So, cause I don't believe that I can be better. This situation won't clear because I have these things going on. Well, like uh, he also says, if your your faith, if you shrink in the time of adversity, then your your faith is weak. Mm -hmm. You're you're weak. You know. So a lot of people, you know, the good thing about when you see these stories and you see these people succeeding, it's good to see that and it gives you inspiration. But what a lot of times they don't see is the perseverance of the person went through to get there. Absolutely. The pursuit of happiness, a man wasn't on the floor in the bathroom for 10 or 5 minutes. He was out, it probably in months, you know, maybe even a year. I don't know how long he was in that, but we see it for a moment and we just, we don't, we don't see the... The perseverance and the tenacity the person had through that we only see it for a little bit in the movies and on instagram or whatever and then we just we focus on the success instagram and stuff mostly is just focus on the success it's focus on the success it's focus on but what did the person do to get to that what was the grind what was the, what was how did they persevere what was their faith like you know what was their mindset like you know how did they how did they keep on even though things were going on around them even when you're war you know when the bible says put on your armor and there's a war because you have all different types of things when there's a war war doesn't just go away overnight sometimes the war goes on for years and while you're in the war your best friend dies right next to you right the person you were having those experiences head blown off leg blown they got to take them out in the gurney you know you're in the dark places you can't see you know smoke all around you you can hardly breathe you hungry you know, all these different things that are going on around you. You may get injured yourself. Right. You know, you have to battle through your own wounds and your own scars, you know, emotionally and physically. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's all in a war. That's all in a battle. But the goal is, but at the end, they win because they persevere and they keep fighting. You know, 
You know, so he said, look up because your redemption is all nigh. It's nigh. Things can turn around, but I think a lot of times that we don't, because we we draw back, we get we let things get into our head, yeah, and then we have to start over again. Yeah. So and that that's very hurtful and it's disheartening because you see your goal and you feel like you can't get to it, but you didn't you didn't stick to it. You were like right there, and then you let you talked yourself out of it. You were right there, and the enemy came in. You were right there, and then you had to stop and start again. You know, so guard your heart with all diligence is really something that we have to do you have to persevere you know it, it may take 30 days and you know it may take longer i don't know it could turn around tomorrow you know but you have to be willing to go the long distance and see your vision through to the end i think that that's really good i think uh one of the challenges is people stopping and starting yeah stopping and starting it's like a me writing this book. I've started it and I've stopped. I've started it and I've stopped. I've, I've actually had four books that I've started and stopped yeah. and none of them are complete. Why? I, I really, you know, I, I've had moments, I've had challenges, I've had, you know, I, and in my head, the book is so fluid, but sometimes the circumstances around me cause my mind to shift to other things. And so I, I take my eyes off the prize and get into the circumstances. I let them press me. And then I get I get frustrated because I know that these should be done and they're not done because I'm looking at the circumstances. And I think that's the whole thing. When people say to look up, do not focus on your circumstances. Don't focus on your car being broke or this or that or you ain't got enough money. You focus on what you can do. And I, I'm gonna tell you something. In this, my mom calls it a narrow space. The narrow spaces of life, they, they teach us so much. I, I think the thing is, in, in these spaces, when you have hard times and adversity, it teaches you who you are. And sometimes I think we don't like who we are in that space. I think we learn to be, um, we learn to give up. I think we learn to be quitters. We learn to have excuses. We learn to blame other people. We've learned to just to say, well, maybe it's not for me. You just give up. And you, you realize, like you said, your faith is weak and you don't have no fight. And so what happens to you is because you're connected to other people, it makes everybody's faith weak. Because if you can't, if you're my mom or my dad and you have children and your faith is weak and they can't see you pressing on to the victory, because you know the whole thing is, you can roll the ball uphill, it's hard, but you can get over the hill with the ball. Because once you go up the hill, downhill is, that's cake. But the kids watch us roll the ball up the hill, up the hill, up the hill, and we never make it to the top. And what happens to a lot of people, they die. They die in the struggle. And so the kids are like, well, if mama can't make it, daddy can't make it, then I, I ain't got no hope. You have to see, you have to know what the kind of word that we have been exposed to, the kind of pastoring we have been, the shepherding we have been exposed to, that there's more than meets the eye. And if you knew anything about God, you knew that he put tenacity in all of us. And we have the ability to get back up and to fight. 
But the thing I think life is saying to us all is, how bad do you want it? And some of us really don't want it that bad, and that's evident. And some of us are like, no, I'm getting that. I have friends that's like, Linda, I'm in it alone. I'm not married. I make my own money, my own stuff, my own this. But I'm getting that house. I'm, get, I'm getting it. And guess what happens? They get the house. You know why? Because they set their intentions on, I gotta go it alone. And I gotta get it done. I don't need a man or a woman to make me feel good about what I'm doing. I gotta go alone. And what happens to you as you start plucking away at your dreams and your destinies and your desires, all that heavy that you thought you couldn't do, it breaks off because you realize that the heavy lifting was God. You took it on yourself to carry it, but that wasn't even your stuff. God said, go, and I'm going I'm to provide a path and a platform. But what you said is true. You said, we start and we stop, and we start and we stop, and we start and we stop, and we burn ourselves out. And then we don't reach our goal because we over here like a lawnmower with no gas. We just keep pulling that string and pulling that string until the string breaks. And when our spirit is broken, it's almost impossible to reach your destiny. What do you think? I think that's good. And I think what you said about um, being weak, I think your relationships are key because the word says iron sharpens iron. So when those times when everybody doesn't have the day, so that you need somebody there that can tell you that you can do it. And when on the days when you're not feeling that way, yeah. you know, because everybody has moments, yeah. but you need that. You, you, you need that relationship to be able to let you know that you can make it. And that's why they say a lot of times partnering with somebody who's already done it because they can help walk you through those times when you that's don't good. know what to do. Partner with somebody who's already done it. Yeah. If you want to be a homeowner and you're you're not a homeowner and your friends not homeowners, that's probably about the person you should partner with. Right. If you want to be a business entrepreneur and be successful and your friend is started after you did, that's probably the person you should partner with. Right. It doesn't mean you can't go together. There's it just a- means that and you that means the person may have good and good ideas. Yeah. But are they able to articulate them and carry them out in the business plan, in the business world? So that what you said is really, that's really wise. So. That's good. It's all in the word. It's all in the word. It don't come from a guru or anybody. It just, it really comes from the word. They, they're getting all this stuff from the word. So if we get in our, in our word the way we're supposed to, we apply those things our life would be different it won't be void from pain or struggle but it would probably be a lot different if we apply those things the way God says to so. I think that I think that's right well I thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me it was a joy and pleasure being here with you yeah I, I you know a lot of times we have really good conversations I wish we could take a lot of the ones we've had um, but I, I would like to have these more because I think it shows uh, it's you know together we are stronger we are stronger together we're not we're weaker when we're separated but we're stronger together because like you said if I I'm not feeling a hundred percent today and you got 
99.9, then let's we still rocking on a hundred percent cylinder. My little one and your 99, we we good, right? Working your team. But I think that the problem is, like I said, sometimes people uh, they're competitive with their mate. They are vindictive of their mate. They are um, they they don't see them as um, a help. They see them as a hindrance and competition. And I think that it's important for us as husband and wife team to go this thing. Uh, I learned this from Mike Davis. He said, my strength, whatever my strength is, it actually becomes your strength because I can use it to help you. If I'm the person who pays the bills and takes care of all the stuff financially, I get the money, we pay the bills, I give you the receipts, we good, right? The bottom line is it's still paid. If you're the guy who goes to work and you do all the X, Y, Z, and you tell me then take care of this and I can do it, it's done. But it's no good when we don't support the team. God is the center of our team. He's ahead of our life. He's a, He's our resource. And even through this pandemic, we've still eaten really good. You know what I'm saying? We've had a, yeah, a little too good. And we've also had shelter from the rain, the sun, the heat, the elements. And he's been good to us. But there's so much more to be had. It's not just eating and shelter. God has so much more for us to have. And so as we progress in life, guys, as we progress in life, I hope that we can share things with you so you'll have the insight um, of being better, of doing better, of supporting your partner, supporting your mate, supporting your friends, and know that together you're more powerful than you are separate. As I always say, guys, I'll see you at the top. Have a wonderful day. God bless.